I realized that if I was going to have an extraordinary life, I was going to have to leave behind the ordinary. That's a quote from real estate artist and author Frank McKinney. And in this episode, I'm going to share with you some insights I took from a conversation I had today with Frank McKinney himself. I had the opportunity to sit down with him in a casual setting and talk to him for a couple of hours. And we talked about the differences between those who create extraordinary lives and those who don't. I'm very excited to share this with you today. My name is Desmond, and this is the Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode 61. I believe mental mastery is the greatest component to a successful life. Whether it's discovering your soul's desire, exercising self-discipline, maximizing your productivity, or silently connecting with an infinite creative source through your subconscious mind, you are here to live a life of abundance, gratitude, and love. If this describes you, join the community of like-minded creators at pdesmondadams.com. And now, let's get into today's episode. It was a very cool opportunity today to be able to sit down in a somewhat casual environment and just to be able to pick Frank McKinney's brain. In case you don't know who he is, he calls himself a daredevil real estate artist, and he's an author as well. He really does do some pretty amazing things with the real estate he develops. Now, he's not building the track homes down the street from you. This is a guy who takes $40 million of his own money, and he builds a spec home on the beach or on the water somewhere, wherever, and uh, spec home meaning there's no buyer for it. He's just building it expecting to find the buyer at some point. And he's building 50, 60, 80, 100 million dollar homes, mega homes, unbelievable, and doing this with all his money on the line. And when he builds these, they're not just uh, straightforward. I mean, these are these are spectacular homes. And then even to go beyond that and present them in a way that's kind of like a, a rock concert. And the guy just, just he, he jumped his motorcycle over a replica of the first home he ever uh, invested in just stuff like that so he, he's kind of a showman definitely but he he's trying to be a little bit different in doing what he's doing and he's definitely built himself a brand and a niche that is unlike any other and so we talk a little bit about that as well but uh, i want to dig into this a little bit because it, it, it fascinates me whenever i look at somebody who's doing something extraordinary in life and that's what we talked about in particular he related to me a story, and it was about uh, when he had gotten into some trouble for some speeding tickets, and uh, so he's dealing with that, and he saw on TV as he's, as he's in with all these people who are in trouble with the law, and he saw on TV Donald Trump speaking, and Donald was talking about how he was able to live such an extraordinary life and how he did that by giving up the ordinary things in his life, and he just pursued the extraordinary and as Frank was standing there, he said, I just realized I was surrounded by all these people who I didn't identify with. I was behaving in a way that put me in that situation, but it wasn't who I felt was inside of me. It, I'm paraphrasing what he said. Hopefully I'm okay doing that. But I was just so taken by this. And um, he then at that point realized, you know what? I'm going to have to set aside everything I do that's ordinary in order to have what I want in life, which is something extraordinary. And I think too often we, myself included, try to pursue the extraordinary without giving up the ordinary. 
if it's a physical fitness thing, you need to give up the ordinary. You need to give up the practice of sitting down with a bowl of buttered popcorn and watching your favorite movie. You need to give up those chips and dip. You need to abandon the whole idea of hitting up the drive-thru. Those are things that ordinary people do in ordinary situations. If you want to live a physically, a fitness-wise, extraordinary life, then you have to set those things aside. When it comes to your education, when it comes to your marriage, if you want to have an extraordinary marriage, you really need to set aside the ordinary things, the things that ordinary people do in ordinary situations. You need to be intentional about creating date nights, about romance, about talking to each other, about pursuing conversation on topics that most ordinary marriages aren't pursuing. And this goes into the business world as well. If you're an entrepreneur or you're an employee, you need to set aside what everyone else is doing and be extraordinary. You're going to have a hard time doing both. It's it's very difficult. Like I said, with the fitness arena, that's probably the best illustration because you're going to have a hard time being extraordinarily fit and eating ordinary drive-through food. But that was a that was an epiphany for Frank, and we got to dig into that a little bit. At that point, he decided he wasn't going to be watching TV. He he loves sports, he said, and so he takes that in. But beyond that, not a lot of TV watching. And you think, oh, I don't know if I need to give up TV. Okay, well, keep the ordinary, and you're going to not pursue the extraordinary. I know it sounds ridiculous, but you've got to increase the odds that you're going to get where you want to be. When it came to social media, I asked him, I said, you know, it's kind of my downfall. Sometimes I get wrapped into it. I log on, I get on a Facebook or Twitter or something to do something business related to promote this podcast or whatever. And next thing you know, I'm, I'm wrapped into reading some thread and commenting and retweeting and all these things that take up my time. And he says, yeah, I just really keep it at business. And he even at that point said, you know, I gave up drinking and I haven't had any alcohol since I made that decision to give up the ordinary in order to have the extraordinary and of course each person has to make their decision on that he's not a prude in any way but he just said you know what i wanted to set aside anything that kept me from having uh, or doing or being the best i could possibly be so anything that added extra weight onto me as i was trying to pursue an extraordinary life as rapidly as possible and that was one of the things for him so he set that aside so as you can see each person has a different situation but the point is still the same for all of us we need to ask ourselves what are we doing that is holding us back in that ordinary place one of the other things we talked about which i thought was really great insight was the idea that for too many of us we spend so much of our time trying to figure out and then pursue our professional purpose that we never have a chance to really hit on our life purpose. And I think I could do an entire episode on this. Maybe I will at some point. That life purpose, really what I like to call it is finding your soul desire. And Frank and I talked a little bit about the product I'm working on right now to help people like you discover your soul desire. Frank talks about doing motivational seminars, and he says motivation is gone pretty quickly. Inspiration takes a little longer to go away, but once you find aspiration, that's when it sticks with you. And that's very similar to what I preach. When you go from a head goal, a mental goal, to a 
heart desire, and that that lasts a little bit longer than a head goal. A head goal, you know, you, they come and go. You have different desires, different things in your head that you want at different times. But when you find something that really resonates in your heart, that tends to last a little bit longer. That's like that inspiration place. And then when you find that aspiration, that's your soul desire. That's when you really tap into something really at a different level in your life. That's where it taps into what what you were created to do, what God instilled in you or your creator instilled in you to be uniquely different, to provide something specifically you to this world, that fingerprint that you can have on this world. That's where you get into that soul desire. And most of the time we're spending so much of our lives pursuing those mental goals, those mental desires that we never pause long enough to figure out what's inside of our soul. What is it that really resonates with us? Now, most of the time, your mental desires are, are connected, or at least we hope they are connected to what's in our soul. We hope that having a big bank account is going to give us security, which maybe is one of our soul desires to have security in our lives. Or maybe it's that uh, desire to speak in front of others, and that's that significance or authority that we hope to have, and that's one of those soul desires. There's a deep process that you go through to discover that, to go from your head goal, your mental goal, to your soul desire, and it's a pretty intensive thing to do, and I'm again, that's, that's what I'm working on piecing together for you to make that available, but that is so vital to helping you get to really where you want to be, to take the work out of it. You see, when we're pursuing our mental goals, everything that we do seems to be work because it's not resonating with our very soul, our very being. Once we find that soul desire, the work almost disappears. Oh, we're still working, but it doesn't feel like work when we're pursuing that deeper desire. And sometimes with our mental goals, we're trying to find satisfaction in other areas of our life, our family, our spiritual, our societal goals. You know, there's so many things we can do that will satisfy us in our soul, but we don't pause long enough in our pursuit of our professional purpose or our mind goals. We miss the opportunity to go feed people at a homeless shelter. We miss the opportunity to go read or go help people out at a nursing home to go help out at our kids' school, to go volunteer at the uh, fire department, or whatever it is. We miss those opportunities because we're so busy pursuing those mental goals that we think are going to satisfy those soul desires that we never actually pursue the things that do truly satisfy with that. And so we spent a little bit of time on this, and it was very insightful and very encouraging to me because you know how it is sometimes you wonder, am I... Am I really pursuing the right thing? And when you talk to somebody else who's doing some extraordinary stuff, they agree with you. They, they, you find this common ground. It, it reassures you that you're at least in the ballpark. You're at least in the right area. And so I, that was very uh, refreshing for me. And I'd love to have him on the podcast. I don't really like to do interview shows because they get to be much longer. I try to keep these to 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and it's hard to do a real good interview in that amount of time. So I, I, I hope that you'll take some time and think about the things that you're doing in your life that are ordinary, that might be keeping you from living an extraordinary life. Start to write those down. Start to ask yourself how you can change those things, how you can set some of those things aside. And then also start to ask yourself, are you pursuing your soul desire or are you pursuing your mental desires? Are you pursuing the things that you think in your head are the things you want or the stuff you want? 
Or are you really pursuing something that's going to resonate with your very spirit, with your very soul, with your very core of who you are? Spend some time doing that today. Really think about it. Now, if you want to be ordinary, you're just going to go about your day and never think twice about it. But if you want to be extraordinary, you're going to be one of the few, the extraordinary, who are going to pause today. And you're going to take out a sheet of paper, you can grab your iPad or whatever, and you're going to start to jot down some of these areas where you may be living an ordinary life. Or you may want to start jotting down some of these mental goals that you have and start asking yourself the questions that I work with people i start asking them what do you think you're going to get from that when you do get that bentley what's that going to do for you okay it's going to make you feel this way and when you feel that way what's that going to do for you and you start to pursue these things at a deeper level and um, start to do that start to really explore that i know it can be tedious i know it can be difficult but that's the difference between the ordinary life and the extraordinary life all right so grateful that I get to share that with you and had the opportunity to talk to somebody who's a, a real creative mind and making a difference serving people and maybe serving the super rich but still serving people through his creative capacity. And that's what I always encourage people to do. There you go. He was Frank McKinney. If you ever want to look him up, um, he, he's, he's an author and he's a real estate developer and now he's doing some uh, seminars around the country which is supporting his charitable foundation this is really a fantastic thing that he does it's the caring house project foundation he's building homes for people in haiti that otherwise have only real honest shacks the difference in the homes that he builds these are homes that can withstand the weather in haiti and he, he builds them for i believe he had said four thousand dollars will build a home that can house eight people and he, he's just his opportunity to build a $50 million home on the water, but then also to build hundreds of these homes throughout Haiti. Uh, it, it's, so, it's so wonderful. I appreciate his heart in that area. So if you want to support a great organization, the Caring House Project is uh, one of those I'd highly recommend. So there you go. I do hope that this was beneficial to you, and I hope that you do take the time to go from ordinary to extraordinary. If you want to connect on Facebook, you can do that. Facebook.com slash P Desmond Adams. I'm also on Twitter at Twitter.com slash P Desmond Adams. And I encourage you to not only rate and review this podcast, but to subscribe to it in iTunes. If you haven't done that yet, go to P Desmond Adams.com slash iTunes. And a rating for this podcast goes so far. Uh, it, it helps you boost me up, boost the show up in the rankings in iTunes so more people find it, which benefits more people. Hopefully we get this message out of living an extraordinary life to even more people. I appreciate it again, pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes, and that'll get you right to the page where you can rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. I'm Desmond, and I hope your reach always extends beyond your grasp.